Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Redacted. Unredacted! Wait a minute, hold on, I need the un in there. Unredacted with Kurt Schlichter, the town hall VIP podcast that breaks every FCC rule and exceeds all your expectations for quality content here on this venue known as townhall.com. So, we got a lot of stuff to cover this week. I'm going to give you a preview because what I do is sometimes I actually, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I plan this out instead of just do a, a stream of courteousness. So I want to talk about how it's been the best week ever. Uh, I want to talk about the Democrat candidates. I want to talk about the ribs that are cooking right now because I believe that Unredacted with Kurt Schlichter shouldn't just be about politics and culture. It should also be about eating red meat and rebuking the nightmarish vegan climate change conspiracy. So we're gonna, we'll be talking ribs at the end. And here's the thing. I'm not using a smoker. I'm doing it in the oven. Get ready for some rib blasphemy, some rib blasphemy will be happening a little later. But uh, uh, wow. Wow. Was that a great week or what? Let's review, shall we? Now, you've probably seen some of this if you read my free town hall article on Thursday, Three Days of Democrat Agony, but the pain didn't start. No, we've been dealing the pain to those who would keep us in chains. Day one, Monday. Oh my gosh. The Iowa caucus. What a clown show. Okay, do they still do they even have numbers yet? By the time you were reading this, do we know if it was a Pete the Audie Murphy of the fob uh, who um, uh, who won or that crusty communist bastard uh, Bernie Sanders? And I'll be talking about the uh, candidates more in a bit. But let me let me make something really straight about Bernie Sanders. I don't find him cute. I don't find him amusing uh, any more than somebody who uh, hugged Hitler. This guy has adopted an ideology that's butchered 100 million people in the last 100 years. I have served in the rubble of the kind of society this scumbag would inflict upon us. I don't think he's funny. I don't think he's cute. I don't think he's amusing. He's not cuddly. He is evil. And his ideology is one of death. And he willingly volunteers to be around it. So... If you're looking for a Bernie the Koala stuff about how he's like uh, cute and fuzzy, no, not me. He's freaking evil. He's straight up evil. Anyway, uh, in Iowa, we don't know who the heck won. We still don't know who the heck won. All we know is that Democrats can't count. And it's not like they had to count a lot. It's like, what, 30,000? But totally give them our control over our health care. Yeah, I want these guys deciding on what operations I get. Because their proven track record of competence is actually a proven track record of total incompetence. They have failed at even the most basic task of a political party, which is figuring out what the people in the political party want. Not that that matters, as we will see when we talk more about the Democrat candidates, because what the people in the Democrat want are a bunch of scumbag communists, and they're not going to get it because the Democrats are suddenly waking up to realize America is not a communist country. America is not a giant faculty lounge. America is not Santa Monica. America is not Scat Francisco. America is America. They're unfamiliar with it, but they're pretty sure Americans don't like freaking communists, uh, which is what Bernie Sanders is. I know, he told the president, I don't know what a communist is. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. The, 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 the smell of sulfur in the air is a giveaway. Bernie Sanders, you're a piece of shit. 
and you will plunge this country into a civil war. You cannot be elected. But I think it's very, very useful uh, to have your idiot followers really riled up by the way that you're going to get screwed over. Now, you're evil and deserve every bad thing that happens to you, but you are going to get screwed over by the Democrats. Iowa is just the start of it. Now, everybody's going, well, it's just probably a coincidence. Pete Buttigieg is somehow associated with the shadow app maker or acronym or whatever. Yeah, because conspiracies don't exist except, wait a minute. Yeah, they do. It is, it is absolutely clear that Democrats are trying to stick anyone, anyone, in the place of Bernie Sanders. Now, Biden has fallen out, and uh, we'll get to him in a minute. It's, it's just a disaster. So that was just Monday. And then Tuesday. And Tuesday was a State of the Union. It was a fantastic State of the Union. Uh, Trump goes through about 20 minutes of pure achievements. And the Democrats are made, greatest black unemployment ever. <sighs> Greatest women unemployment ever. Greatest minority unemployment ever. Yeah. Anytime a Democrat comes up and says, we care about minorities. No, they care about the votes they can get from minorities by lying to them. But minorities are getting woke. They're seeing who's delivering and who's lying. The Democrats are lying. Trump is delivering. And uh, Trump is just making an outright. And he's telling them. He's telling them. He's doing the... um, He's doing the old Colin Powell thing. Remember Colin Powell uh, in the prelude to the Gulf War? I remember I was I was there, so I only I, I think I saw it later because I was out in the desert by that time. But he gets out and he does this uh, press conference where he goes, here's what we're going to do to Saddam Hussein's army. First, we're going to cut it off. Then we're going to kill it. And then we totally did. Now, I got my problems with Colin Powell because he's an establishment uh, weasel. But he had, you know, they handled this war right. And it's pretty badass maneuver to get. He, he got all Billy Jack on. You remember Billy Jack? He's like the hippie Indian Green Beret at the Rainbow School and blah, 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 blah. And Billy Jack's like, I'm going to put this foot upside your head and there's not a thing you can do about it. And then he does. Okay. That's, that's the Billy Jack maneuver. And that's totally what Trump is doing now. He is totally going out and saying, I am making a play for the back black vote. I am going to highlight black success stories like this Tuskegee Airman, that general. Holy cow. All I can say is must have been dusty in the house around me uh, because my eyes were uh, my eyes were watering. Holy cow. And his great-grandson who wants to be in the Space Force, wants to serve the United States. You look at that little kid. Let me tell you something. I know what an officer looks like. It doesn't look like Vindman. Oh, we'll talk about that human bratwurst in a minute. No, 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 no. That kid. He had the bearing. He had the style. He... he he was what you want in an officer. He's the kind of guy. I mean, I, you can tell the kid's like 13. You look at the kid, he's like, okay, that kid's a leader. And he's going to be a leader in our Space Force. And uh, I just couldn't be prouder of this family. It was so great to see him highlight. Great to see the uh, military family highlight and reunited. Great to see that young family whose uh, uh, father was killed by uh, Suleimani, uh, who is now in chunks. And of course, hey, we killed the guy who murdered 600 Americans. Democrats won't get up. They won't stand up. They won't applaud. And that's because the left wing of the Democrat Party is actively against the United States of America. They are America's enemies. They are your enemies. Don't believe me. Believe them. They'll tell you. They'll tell you what they think of them, of you. They'll tell you. Just ask them. I don't have to make anything up. Don't listen to to a thing I say. When I tell you go buy guns and ammunition because it's your only backstop to uh, uh, protecting your life and liberty, don't listen to me. Don't believe a word I say. You shouldn't trust anybody. Trust no one. Don't trust me. But all I ask you is listen to them. 
You don't have to listen to me, but I want you to listen to them and take seriously what they say. And then you will be down at the gun store buying guns and ammo like a man, including if you're a woman. So anyway, so we're, we're only on day two and already the Democrats have got their asses kicked all over the place. Let me try and make a sports analogy. I'm not very good at it, but it was like San Francisco in the last quarter of the sports ball game. So there's my sports analogy. You finally heard one from me. Okay, so Wednesday, utter humiliation as the Democrats lose the impeachment thing. It is done. It is over. Uh, and of course, Mitt Romney, that sniveling worm, uh, that pustulating vertebrae, that overquaffed, outsourcing weirdo, dog torturing dickhead, uh, decided to go in with the Democrats because he's a freaking pussy. All right, there, I said it. I don't like anything about this guy. Well, I do like one thing. I like the fact he's a Mormon. Mormons are hardworking, uh, uh, patriotic people. And the, the one thing that I find annoying about making, uh, trashing Mitt Romney is some people take it too far and start insulting his religion. There's no need to do that. That's, that's low and, and cheap and, and unworthy. Mitt Romney's a scumbag. His religion has nothing to do with it. That's frankly the only thing I respect about him. So um, anyway, he he met, you know he got two good days of uh, publicity, and now let me do an Im- imitation of Mitt Romney's phone. <sighs> no calls from CNN, NBC, MSNBC. No calls from any Republicans. No calls from no one. He got his two days in the spotlight. He got his bulwark right up, and uh, you know, fap, and um, that's it. That's it. He's done. He's no. Oh, oh, they'll, they'll, they need the, they need his vote. They'll, they'll be polite to Mitch McConnell to absolutely play it absolutely right. Well, he's a senator and he has got to vote his own conscience. And you know the murder turtles thinking that little some bitch. I'm gonna turn him out like the prettiest boy on a pirate ship. And Mitch is, Mitch is gonna, Mitch is gonna. Um, oh boy, Mitch is. Uh, Mitch is Mitch is gonna let him out. He's gonna use his votes, but he ain't getting nothing. He is, um, you know, he is Carlo in The Godfather. He is nothing to him, or Fredo. He's more like Fredo. He's just, you know, it's over. It's over, and um, and it's all over. Trump is Trump is done. Trump is Trump is finished. With all this stuff, it is over. It is done. Time to settle all accounts. If you read my Monday town hall, I talk about how it's time for Trump to go full Corleone on these SOBs. And Trump has already started. Gordon Sondheim fired, you weirdo. I'm not even sure we should have an ambassador to the EU because I I think we ought to like pretend the EU doesn't exist because it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, But uh, he, he got his ass fired. And the Vindmans. Uh, that's Lieutenant Colonel Vindman to you, and my brother, other Lieutenant Colonel Vindman to you. And they about got their ass fired. You know, pack your shit up. Here's a box. Put it in. And he's like putting away all his treasured items, like his, you know, half-eaten cheeseburgers, old French fries. There's probably a Butterfingers in there. And they waddled their ass out. Get out. And of course, all the usual. Oh my gosh! They have, how disrespectful to a military officer! Look, if you've been in the military, you knew a Vindman. Okay, you knew a Vindman. All right, that's Lieutenant Colonel Vindman to you. Oh yeah, sure it is, you piece of shit. 
I can't, ah, oh, this freaking guy. I look at him and I just like, immediately my mind goes, blue falcon alert, blue falcon alert, alert, blue proximity alert, blue falcon. You look at this guy and you know exactly what he's like. Uh, they're sending him off to the Army War College, from which I graduated, and I'm sure he will, uh, um, you know, go on to a glorious career, not actually commanding troops. If you're now, if you're a vet, okay, I'm just saying it. Just out loud, just think to yourself: if you're a veteran, now I was a battalion commander, uh, squadron commander, cavalry. Uh, by the way, I, I was one of those pony soldiers that. Uh, uh, Gropey, senile, old weirdo Joe Biden was like, you're just a pony soldier. Why? Well, in fact, I was. I was a cavalry guy. I was a cavalry commander. I had a Stetson. You sack of. Anyway, um, so I actually commanded a battalion. And if you, you, you served out there or you're a commander or you're enlisted or whatever, you just, and you knew of him, imagine that guy standing up in front of formation. Imagine that's your commander and you're like, oh my God. You know he ain't doing PT with you. You know he's not going to do his PT test in front of you. You just know it. You just know it. I just look at him, I'm like, one, 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 one. That's counting his push-ups. Okay, anyway, enough of those pieces of garbage. Time to clean house. Time to go in and start firing some people. For three years, Trump has been restrained by uh, Mueller and an impeachment. It is time to act. And I think he needs to act fully and completely as part of this best week ever. I think he needs to go in. I think he needs to pardon General Flynn. Let's just end this bullshit. Let's just end it now. Uh, Sidney Powell, great lawyer, doing great work. Uh, but it's time. It is time that uh, uh, Michael Flynn get to go ahead with his life. So he should be pardoned outright. Uh, Roger Stone, pardoned outright. A couple others. George Papadopoulos. Should be pardoned outright. I'm a, I'm a little annoyed with George right now. He's running against uh, a friend of mine up in uh, the 25th District in California. I wish he wouldn't. I think he's kind of a novelty candidate. Um, but uh, uh, he's been uh, he, he was a victim of a grave injustice, and he needs to be pardoned. This this bullshit conviction needs to be wiped away forever. And there's some other people too. Uh, Paul Manafort. I think what they do is commute it because he did some things that were wrong. He has paid a price, and if they commute it, then it is still double jeopardy under this bullshit New York uh, double jeopardy law, which was you know, created to create double jeopardy, uh, because that's what liberals do. The hell with norms and rules, except for the norm and rule of yelling about Republicans breaking norms and rules. Well, eh, there are no rules. There's only power. You taught us that. Screw you. Use your power, Mr. President. End the nightmare for these victims of the deep state. End it now. Is the best week ever done yet? No, it isn't done. No, there was Saturday and Sunday, and there was more stuff. Uh, like the aforementioned Joe Biden out there to somebody, uh, say, you're just a lying old pony soldier. Oh, my God. Homeboy be crusty, and he's what, like hoping to get fourth? Mm, but he might just get fifth out of five. Has anyone seen a more precipitous decline in a uh, a, a leader? Because he was a leader in all the polls until like a week ago, and he just fell through the fell through the floor. And why did it happen? Well, I think there's a lot of reasons. First, he's manifestly senile. Uh, the guy just doesn't have it. And if he wasn't such a freaking raging penis, uh, I would feel sorry for him. I would, you know, he's an opponent. He's kind of a jerk off, but you know. Whatever, you know, I don't wish it all on him. But he's a complete asshole, okay? He's become a giant penis, and so I'm just going to enjoy his uh, humiliation. 
uh, because it's all, you know, he, he created that. Before it was like, okay, Joe's kind of amusing. He's not real smart, but he hasn't done it. He doesn't seem to hate me. Well, now he seems to hate me. So if that's the game we're playing, um, how about I play to win? You're a walking, talking penis, Joe, and um, I'm done with you. And uh, has anyone, I mean, has anyone seen anyone fall more dramatically than him? I, I don't think I have, and I've been... Gosh, what is this? I'm it's like 15th, maybe 14th, uh, 13th presidential campaign because I'm 55. I've seen a lot of these, and it's just it's just amazing. Uh, the other reason is, of course, he does not represent where the Democrat Party is. And the Democrat Party, the energy is all on the far left. Now, there's lots of normal Democrats out there. You have the, you, have the, you, know, you still have a few working class, not many, because Democrats have made it very clear if you work with your hands, uh, you're not wanted because you're sexist, imperialist, racist, and all sorts of stuff. Uh, they've got the uh, minority vote and, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, and a lot of that's habit. And I think Donald Trump, uh, as we discussed earlier, is making a huge play for the minority vote. And his... You know, you got to hand it to him. He's a salesman. His sales pitch is, okay, here's what I've done for you. How are they going to do better? I mean, they've lied to you every single election for 50 years. They keep lying and lying and lying. We're going to do this for you and we're going to do that for you. Uh, I'm Donald Trump. I've gotten uh, uh, ended uh, excessive sentencing. I have dropped the unemployment rate. I have created enterprise zones. Uh, I am doing tangible things. What are Democrats going to do for you? They haven't done any of these things before. I've done them. What are they going to do back? What are they going to take them away? They're going to take these things away off of your welfare. You don't want welfare. You want to support your families. God, they're condescending. The Democrats are disgusting. It's just disgusting the way they treat minorities. As if minorities are, 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 are little children who, who can be fooled and suckered. And it's really disgraceful. And the thing about Donald Trump is he doesn't, he doesn't play any of those games. He treats everybody uh, the same. And he treats them with the respect that comes along with expecting them, hey, you know, I, I'm going to give you the opportunity to do what you want, to support yourself, to make yourself what into whatever you want to be to support your family. I'm not going to give you anything. I'm not going to hand out anything. You don't want to hand out all you want is somebody to get the hell out of your way and let you succeed. Because when you are unleashed, when you are uh, when you are allowed to do your thing, no one can stop you. That's Donald Trump's message. Democrats' message: everything sucks. You're a victim. Only we can help you. Only us uh, 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 rich people of power from Silicon Valley and San Francisco and San Mo and Manhattan. Only we can help you. You need us. Shut up and vote the way we tell you. I don't think it's going to work that way. I mean. The polls are pretty clear. There is a trend where black Americans are saying, hey, time to compete for my vote. It's not a given. Stop taking us for granted. And I don't think the Republicans are going to get a majority, but I think Republicans could get 20 or 30 percent. I, I think Republicans should, but it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what minority Americans think. And it matters that Donald Trump is saying, hey, I'm here asking for your vote. You can't get... look." The number one rule of sales, ask for the sale. You've got to ask. You know, you get all the Republicans in the past and George Bush, well, you know, I think people should vote for Mitt Romney. Well, I, I've, got, I've got a program that, no, 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 no. Donald Trump's coming out and saying, look, you've been abused. You've been ignored. You've been neglected. You've been condescended to. I'm not going to do any of that. 
I'm going to give you these achievements. If you give me your vote, if you trust me with your support, I'm going to give you more opportunity. I'm going to get stuff out of the way. I'm going to let you do what you can do when there are no barriers in your way. And I, I think that's going to resonate. I think a lot of people are going to look at the Democrats and just go, these people are freaking nuts. Oh, my gosh. Pete Buttigieg could even get up and say, you know, no, you, you, you can't kill your eight-and-a-half-month-old baby. You, you can't do that. No, that's, I am against it. Couldn't even say that. Couldn't even say that. And I, I think a lot of minority Americans are going, and other Americans, every American's going to look at that and go, that's, you know, that's crazy. And, and people do have disagreements over abortion. I understand that. I, I changed my position over time. I, I get it. But I never had I never had to change it from killing freaking babies that could live outside the way. I never, holy cow, that never even occurred to me. Most Americans who are quote-unquote pro-choice are like, well, first few months, maybe it doesn't matter. I don't really want to get into it. It's kind of, you know, I'd rather just not make the decision, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's a lot of quote-unquote pro-choice voters. Um, and a lot of those guys are, are primed to look at these Democrats and go, holy crap. I did not sign in for this. If this is what you're talking about, count me the hell out from day one. That's where I am. Count me the hell out from day one. Don't ever do it. There's the, the, the vanishingly small, statistically insignificant numbers of save the life of the mother stuff. That's, it's not, that is literally not worth talking about because it's a distraction. Don't do it. That, and I think that's where most people go. Because if you get the choice between, you know, that the, the Democrats would give you, which is kill all the babies. Hell, you probably kill them up to their freaking quinceanera. 15th birthday celebration in Hispanic culture. Um, who, who, who's going to sign on for that except lunatic SJWs? Oh my gosh, did you see it? I know I'm getting a little far afield. Did you see it? There's this horrible, horrible little Twitter video. Uh, hey, stop. Oh, Bitey's over there. Bitey. Hey, no, no, no. Bitey's over there defending the house from the threat of people walking dogs. So we've got we got Bitey and Barky in the house. Do not. Do not. Those crazy animals. Okay. So anyway. But uh, I, now, great. Now, I thanks to the dogs, I've completely lost my train of thought. So anyway. Okay. All right. Let's get back to Democrat candidates. Warren. Boy, she's just losing it, too. And lurking out there is uh, Mike Bloomberg, or Boxberg, as I like to know him, seeking the nomination with money that dwarfs all the rest of uh, all the rest of the uh, candidates, that's the thing. Did you get it? Because he's short. He's a little tiny guy. I'm making short jokes. He's like uh, he's like Bilbo Baggins. If uh, Bilbo was obsessed with keeping people from drinking soda pop, he's a horrible little man, and he's waiting out there, and he's thinking he's going to come at the end and clean up take the moderate lane. I don't think there is a moderate lane, folks. You look at people, I mean, like like I said, Pete Buttigieg, the Audie Murphy of the FOB in Afghanistan. Uh, you know, he, he's got full left. He, he's down with the, uh, uh, kill all the babies. Let all the illegals stay. And, and, you know, James Carville is calling out a, uh, you know, some of, the, some of the leaders of the Democrat Party, and this is the best week ever, are calling out some of this insanity. They are, are are calling it out. Carville's going. Look, Americans are not socialists. It's, it's not a it's not a thing. You 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 can't say get rid of all the borders, never deport anybody. 
uh, pay off student loans, you know, pay off a bunch of college kid loans. You've been working all your life as an electrician. You didn't go to college. If you did, you paid back your own loan. Now you're supposed to pay for this uh, 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 this little barista dude to get his gender studies degree. I don't think so. Not going to sell. And uh, even, even um, what's his name? The Tingle guy, Chris. What's his name? Chris. God, I forget it. I forget it. I can see his face. The guy with the tingles. I felt a tingle. Chris Matthews had a tingle down my leg. It's Obama. Tingle down my leg. He's like, look, socialism doesn't work. We need to, like, not be socialist. And the rest of the Dems are like, I don't know. Socialism seems pretty good. I don't know. I don't know. Seems like a good idea. It's never been tried before. Okay. So, anyway. So you got that going on. And I, I think it's just a disaster. I don't know who's going to get the nomination. I think it may be Bernie. It may be Buttigieg. Uh, I don't think it'll be Bloomberg. I don't think it'll be Warren. It could be Klobuchar. Uh, and she'll be so mad. I, I just wouldn't want to be one of her minions. They'll be throwing. She'll be throwing shoes and combs and hats at them. Um, Biden's doomed. Uh, maybe Hillary will try and sweep in. You know, jump on her broom, fly down to Milwaukee or Minnesota, Wisconsin, or wherever the hell it is. Was it Milwaukee? Or no, it's uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis is where they're having the Democratic convention. Hop on her broom, fly in there, try and take the. Uh, Try and take the nomination. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Look, the Democrats have to have their civil war. Republicans did. Republicans did in 2016. We had a civil war against the establishment, and the establishment lost. They sent 16 guys to take out Trump. He sent back 16 boxes. All right? He broke them. And it's great. We, we now, you know, the Republicans are generally, uh, 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 generally moving ahead with Donald Trump's kind of uh, a populist conservative uh, uh, message. We have we we have fought out our civil war, and we're just kind of cleaning up the battlefield after. Democrats have not cleaned up their civil war. Are they a socialist party or are they a center left party? It, it is a huge definitional issue, and they're not ready to define it. And um, I I don't see a lot of the uh, hardcore leftists getting real excited for a Pete Buttigieg. Besides the fact he looks like Alfred E. Newman's goofy older brother. Anyway, so best week ever. Democrat candidates talked about that. Let's get to the important stuff, folks. Ribs. I'm cooking ribs tonight. Here's how I'm doing it. I want your thoughts. You can always get me at uh, kurt.schlichter at townhall.com. I try and answer all the emails that I get. And uh, I get a lot. I do get a lot. But I want to know what you think about ribs because this stuff's important. I don't care about Democrats. Um... I don't think they're going to win. I think Trump's going to win, so I don't really care which one loses to him. Uh, but ribs, now you've got my attention. Here's what I did. I took two nice slabs of ribs. Uh, went, got them, uh, got, them at the, uh, got them at a nice high-end place, got them at Bristol Farms, probably about four or five pounds of them. What I did, I came back. First thing I did, uh, got the membrane off. You know, it's that white stuff in the back. Uh, now, I've got, I basically have to make them at my house, then take them over to my parents tonight. So I figured, okay, I'm going to have to finish them on the grill there. How do I get them cooked? Now, there's two schools of thought. You can cook them pretty fast, and they're not bad. I mean, look, it's hard to have bad ribs. You can cook them for an hour, and they're still kind of meaty and stuff. You cook them at a high temperature, and you can eat them, and they're okay. But I, I wanted to do low and slow, low temperature, long time. So what I did is pat them dry, and then I rubbed on them. This Peruvian hot sauce I got. I'm, I'm like into Peruvian food right now, so I went and got some Peruvian hot sauce. Put it on there. 
just kind of slathered it on. Not too much, just enough. Hopefully, it'll give it a nice tang. And uh, then I made up my uh, little uh, dry rub. And I put in salt and pepper and cumin and uh, got a little ad uh, adobo. Got some adobo in there. Um, I, want, I, I, I was torn on the onion powder. I was very torn on the onion powder uh, and the garlic uh, because they can have a metallic taste if you use the powder. So I was like, I didn't do any of that. and So it's not going to have any garlic on it. But I, I rubbed that on there, and I did that yesterday. I stuck them in the fridge uh, for about 24 hours uh, just to kind of you know, percolate. Let the, let the dry rub, let the, let the sun, let it infuse. So uh, right now they are cooking. Uh, I'm going to cook them for four hours at 225. Low and slow. Cook them for two hours. Four I, I covered the thing with foil. Uh, taking the advice of someone on Twitter, and I'm sorry, I forget your name. Uh, I took a pan. I put a little screen on top, and then I put in the bottom uh, a bottle of beer. It was a Modelo, by the way, because you know, you know me. I like Mexican beer. Uh, we'll talk about beer some other one. Um, and I uh, uh, covered it with foil, and it's going to cook low and slow. And now I'll go about four hours. I'll be about four o'clock. And I will take them out and I will let them sit. Uh, and then about five o'clock, by about five o'clock, we'll be over there. So I'm going to let them sit for about 40 minutes. And I'm going to put them, uh, transfer them into a container for carrying. And I'm going to take them over. And uh, uh, by then they should be a little cooled down. But we'll get over there. And that's where we'll do up the corn and the bread and whatever else we're having, and I will go out on the grill and do these things up. And I got myself some barbecue sauce. Uh, it's uh, Stubbs barbecue sauce. I didn't make my own. Uh, thinking about doing that next time, but I didn't want to go out, well, you know, go crazy. But, uh, yeah, I think it'll be, uh, yeah, ooh, I have an idea. Here's what I'm going to do. When I take them out of the, of the uh, oven to just sit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little barbecue sauce on them then. So there'll be some barbecue sauce infusing for about an hour. So we'll do that. Now, I will report to you next week how these ribs go. But uh, cooking, you know, I, I'm starting getting into like food pornography. I'll be like watching uh, food videos on YouTube. This is the problem because I don't have any books to write. I just turned in uh, my next uh, manuscript, traditional one, to Regnery. It's uh, 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It is amazing. Um it's really, really vicious. It's coming out July 7th. And uh, I finished the last Kelly Turnbull novel, Collapse, in November. That one is still out. You should go get it, Collapse. Uh, Bill Crystal, ahoy. Uh, he called it, what do you call it? Appalling. So you know you're going to love it. Well, he called the series Appalling because there's, there's four books. You should go get them. And I'm right now kind of thinking about the next book, and I'm probably going to start writing it soon. But for like a couple weekends, I, I literally don't have a book sitting over my head, and it's kind of freaking me out a little. So I've been doing a lot of food-related stuff, reading a lot about Roman history, and that may infuse my next uh, book, which, is, uh, which may be uh, Crisis, the next Kelly Turnbull novel. Uh, still have not figured everything out. I got a really good open. I may just write the opening because I've got a really good cold open thought up. So there we are. Anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this week's edition of the Town Hall VIP podcast, Unredacted with Kurt Schlichter. Glad you let me into your lifestyle. I hope you'll keep on tuning in. I'll talk to you next week. Adios. Adios.